We now present The Adventures of Marco Polo. Kublai Khan consulted with his governor, Van Chu, regarding the fate of Marco Polo and his companions. Van Chu recommended that the Venetians should be put to death, and Kublai Khan decided to carry out Van Chu's recommendation. Marco Polo, with his father, his uncle, and Benno, their servant, were brought into the great audience chamber, and then the death gong was sounded. Kublai Khan spoke to the prisoners and said that he had passed sentence of death on each of the four. And when he came to sentence Marco Polo, that intrepid young man told the great Khan that he was a blind fool and that his governor Vanchu was plotting to seize the throne. Marco Polo was unable to prove his statement and the Khan, becoming infuriated, ordered Vanchu to kill Marco Polo. Vanchu immediately drew his long curved sword, raised it above his head and advanced towards Marco Polo. The young Venetian firmly stood his ground. Marco, they shall not kill you. They will kill me first. Father, stand aside. I will kill the father as well as the son. Mighty Kublai Khan, you have said that I may live until one hour before midnight. I beg you grant this to my son. Now stand aside. I have decreed that Marco Polo must die now. Kublai Khan has spoken and Van Chu will obey. Marco Polo, you must die. <laughs> wait, wait. Stay your hand, Van Chu. What has happened? Who dares to come into my audience chamber? It is the Princess Solana. I beg that you hear her grant, uh, Khan, please. Let the woman be removed. How dare she come here when the Khan is administering justice? She will learn that in my palace women must obey. Make your soldiers release me. I can prove that Van Chu is a traitor. Hear her not, mighty Khan. Tell your guards to take her away. The Princess Solana has made a serious accusation, but can she prove it? Now stand aside, guards, and let the Princess Solana enter. No, mighty Khan. Do not hear this woman. You have said that I may kill Marco Polo. I should have killed him, but that his father stepped in my path. Stay your hand, Van Chu. It is an order from your Khan. It seems that there is more in this affair than meets the eye. Now, come on, speak, Zilana. Mighty Prince, I came to China as your promised bride, but I did not find favor in your eyes. Oh, that was because you have some contortion of the face, which is not your fault. Enough of this most noble Kublai Khan. Bid this woman be gone. And let me put Marco Polo to death. One moment, now one moment. So much has happened that I am bewildered. First, I must hear what the Princess Solana has to say. She had no right to force her away into the audience chamber. I am but a woman, mighty prince. How could I force my way through your guards? You ordered them to admit me to the audience chamber? Yes, I gave you permission. Now, what have you to say? I came to China as your promised bride. But I did not find favor in your eyes. But Van Chu spoke words of love to me. What is this? Why, it is only an hour since you asked me if I would bestow the hand of this maiden on you. I, I told you that I wished her for my wife, Most High. It was yesterday that Van Chu spoke words of love to me. He told me that someday he would be Emperor of China. He said that he was plotting to seize the throne. She lies. God, seize this man. Let me go. Take your hands off me. I've done no harm. This woman is lying. I gave you no orders to kill the Princess Alana. If you love the woman, you should not desire to kill her. Order your soldiers to release me, and I will sheath my sword. It is not fitting that your governor should be held fast by your guards. Release him, release him. Now sheath your sword, Van Chu, and uh, Zilana, speak. I am loyal to you, great Khan. And when Van Chu told me of his plans to seize the throne... I bade him prove to me how he could become emperor of China. And did he prove it? He proved it, Most High. He told me that many men were ready to overthrow you. What? He had their names inscribed on a piece of parchment. 
He told me that the revolt was to take place in seven days' time. My what? Lord Kublai Khan, I tell you this woman is lying. I do not lie, great Kublai Khan. Here is the parchment which Banshu showed me. Uh, give it to me. Stand back and let me see this. Why, there are many names here which I know. I stole this parchment from Banshu when he spoke words of love to me yesterday. So? I allowed him to embrace me so that I could steal the parchment. It was wrong of me to allow Banshu to embrace me. But I wanted to be of service to you, O oh Prince, to prove my loyalty and to prove the loyalty of Marco Polo and his friends. Well, Vanchu, and what have you to say? I still say that this woman lies. I have never seen this parchment before. The men whose names are on this parchment will be arrested and brought to the palace where they will be questioned. You shall not question me. I will fight my way out. Stand back! Stop that man! I shall stop him! Have a care, Marco Polo. He is armed with a sword. See, he fights his way past the guard. Marco Polo, remain here. Let my guards find Van Chu and bring him before me. He must not leave the palace! Great and mighty Kublai Khan, does that not prove that Van Chu is a plotter and a traitor? If he had naught to fear, why did he rush from the audience chamber? I had feared that plots were afoot, but I little thought that Van Chu would betray me. I have been a blind fool, and I ask your pardon, Marco Polo. You need ask no pardon of me, mighty Khan. But I ask in return that you will spare the lives of my father, my uncle and my servant, Benno, and to spare my own life. Your lives will all be spared. I ask you to remain here as my friends. I will send for the captain of my guard. I will give orders that the men whose names are on this parchment are to be brought to the palace. They will be made to explain what part they have played in this plot and what they hope to gain. The captain of my guard is coming before me. Can we render any other service? No, go. Your lives have been spared and I will speak with you later. Return to your apartments. You will be sent for later. But I have much work to do. Have you any orders for me, mighty Khan? I am grateful to you, Zilana, but the time has come for me to act. You will return to your quarters. The captain of my guard has come. I must confer with him. Marco Polo went to his quarters with his father, his uncle, and Benno. They all went to the one room, while the Princess Zelana returned to her own quarters. Marco Polo threw himself down on a divan. I am tired. Pester me not with questions, father. I have been through a great strain. A little while ago, I... I was very close to death. But, Marco, do you not realize that the guards at the door of the audience chamber must have been in Van Chu's pay? Why did they not stop him when he made his escape? I do not know. I'm afraid the revolt will break out today. Marco, once again, we owe our lives to you. If you'd not been courageous and defied the Khan, we would have all been killed. Uncle Matthew, I believe you are really beginning to like me at last. But it is the Princess Solana to whom our thanks are due. If she has not produced that parchment, I would have died. But see, a servant enters the room. What does he want, Benno? Oh, I think he brings some refreshments. But I want to say that I am grateful to you, Master Marco. I thought that I would never see the sun rise again. We were all very close to death, Benno. What does the servant carry on the tray, Benno? Oh, goblets containing a strange beverage. It is made by pouring boiling water on some strange leaves. 
I have seen the other servants drink it. No doubt the emperor has sent it to us. Is it intoxicating? They say it is not intoxicating. They say it is very refreshing. It may be poisoned. I do not want to drink this strange Chinese drink. I would like a goblet of Venetian wine. I have need of it. Mayhap the emperor will be annoyed if we refuse this drink. Well, I shall drink mine. Oh, oh it is very hot. Does it taste well, Marco? Well, it is not very pleasant, uh, but it is not uh, really unpleasant. Well, I shall drink mine. Perhaps we've been sent drink so that we will be poisoned instead of executed. Look, the servant is grinning at us. Mm. He is pleased that we have taken the strange drink. There is one goblet left. You must drink it, Benno. Mm, I, I shall drink it. Well, so far I have taken no ill effects. The servant has gone now, so we can continue our conversation. I think we should have gone to the Khan and offered him our services in case the rebellion breaks out. Oh, there may not be a rebellion. I have a far more serious problem. What is your problem? Do you realize that the Princess Solana was instrumental in saving our lives? Oh, of course I realize that. We're all very grateful to the Princess. I was glad when she produced that parchment... I stopped praying for my soul in order to hear what she had to say. I did not know that you were praying for your soul. I, I thought your teeth were chattering very loudly. Well, let us hear your problem, my son. The Princess Solana is very brave and very beautiful. And as you know, Father, we can receive nothing in this world without paying for it. I know that, of course. But with what have you been trading? Uh, I traded with our lives, and the price of our lives is that I marry the Princess Solana. You marry the Princess Solana? Well, she wishes to marry me. Are you in love with her? I think Juliana Vecchi is the only woman I will ever love. You are to blame yourself, Marco. You made love to the Princess. Well, when I am with Zilana, I feel that I love her, but I do not wish to marry her. I... I am really too young to marry. If she demands your hand in marriage, you dare not refuse. Oh, well, you must admit it is a problem. No doubt you will be very happy with her. Well, I have no desire to marry her. Nor have I any desire to spend the rest of my life in China. Do you not think the Princess Solana would consent to return to Venice? Oh, be of good heart, Master Marco. Mayhap she will not demand your hand in marriage. I trust that you are right, Benno. Now can we rest for a little while... I have been under a great strain, as I told you. I feel I... I must sleep now. Some hours later, Kubla Khan sent for the Venetians, and they were conducted once more to the great audience chamber. There they found the great Khan with the captain of his men-at-arms. The two men wore armor. My friends, I, I hope you are rested. I have had news of the plotters. Uh, unfortunately, uh, 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 my guards allowed Van Chu to escape, and even now he is inciting the people to revolt against me. I go now to stop the revolt. May we offer our services to you? Uh, well, my friends, if it had not been for you, I would never have discovered this plot. But you will learn that the great Khan is used to dealing with a revolt, and I have never lost a battle yet. I will not lose now that my subjects have taken up arms against me. We will do all in our power to aid you. Marco Polo has proved himself. He opposed me and told me that I was a blind fool. While I go to battle with the revolt, I shall leave Marco Polo in charge of my palace. 
He shall command the palace guard, and as a reward for his loyalty towards me, I bestow upon him the hand of the Princess Solana. now present The Adventures of Marco Polo. The Princess Delana was instrumental in saving Marco Polo's life by proving to Kublai Khan that his nephew Vanchu had been plotting against him. Vanchu made his escape from the palace and proceeded to lead an armed rebellion against the great Khan. Eventually, Kublai Khan sent for Marco Polo and his companions and announced that a rebellion had broken out and that he was going to quell it. He placed Marco Polo in charge of the castle and told him to guard it during his absence. Then Kublai Khan announced that as a reward, he intended to bestow the hand of the Princess Zolana on Marco Polo. Marco Polo, are you not happy that I am making this sacrifice? That I am bestowing on you the hand of the beautiful Princess Solana as a token of my gratitude? I am honored, O Most High. I have told you that I am leaving you in charge of my palace. I will show you that I am your friend, that I trust you implicitly. You will find soldiers on guard here, and they have been told to obey your orders. But first, before I leave the palace, I will send for the Princess Zilana. Most noble highness, could we not talk of my marriage to the Princess Zilana after you have quelled the rebellion? We have much work to do arranging to guard the palace. We must man the battlements and keep your enemies at bay. My enemies will not come near the palace. Now you need have no fear of that. Uh, how long will you be absent, Great Khan? Oh, I do not think it will take me very long to subdue this rebellion. Uh, I have gathered the loyal members of my army, and uh, I have spoken with them. It may take uh, one day, it may take two, or perhaps three. Uh, in the meantime, Marco Polo is in charge of the palace. Oh, that is a high honor for you, Marco. Uh, when Kublai Khan gives his uh, trust, he does not give it lightly. Ah, the Princess Selana comes now. She will also be in your charge, uh, and I know you will guard her carefully, Marco Polo. I will, Most High. My son will have a heavy task in guarding the palace for you, O noble prince. But I can assure you that my brother and I... We'll do all in our power to aid him. Uh, could we be supplied with suits of armor and weapons from your armory, Most High? Uh, my steward will give you everything that you demand. Now, uh, come, Zilana. I have bestowed your hand upon Marco Polo, that brave man from the West who defied me and taught me that I had been a blind fool. I ask uh, pardon for those words, Most High. 
Oh, you need ask no pardon from me. Now, uh, uh, give me your right hand, Marco Polo. Uh, now, uh, give me your right hand, Zilana. There. Now, I clasp your hands together. Take her and guard her well, Marco Polo. When I return from quelling the rebellion, your wedding shall be celebrated. Oh, I, I kneel before my lord Kublai Khan, and I thank him for his goodness. And I thank Marco Polo, who is to be my lord and master. Well, I, uh, uh, you see, uh, I have much to do. Uh, the rebels may attempt to attack the palace. Marco Polo does not like to do his wooing before others. <laughs> now, come, Master Niccolo and Master Mafio. You will watch me march away with my soldiers. And we will leave Marco Polo here with the Princess Solana. Now, guard her well until I return, Marco Polo. Then you will know the true luxury and glory of an Eastern wedding. Uh, well, go on, wish me well on my campaign. I wish you well, Kublai Khan. But I would like to fight by your side to aid you in quelling this rebellion. Could I not come with you? Marco, Marco Polo, do you wish to leave me so soon? No, but I wish to show my loyalty to Kublai Khan. Uh, it uh, might be better if uh, Marco Polo was appointed as one of your bodyguards, great Khan. Uh, Marco is a splendid fighter. Marco Polo shall stay here and guard my palace. I have conferred a great honor on him. Does he sneer at that honor? I do not sneer. Well, so be it. Now come, my friends, I am about to depart. We will leave Marco Polo with his bride-to-be, but uh, spend not too much time on your lovemaking, Marco Polo. See to it that the palace is well guarded. I will see to it. My soldiers, lead the way. I go to punish my enemies. Marco? Marco Polo? You are not to go with him? I was no. going to speed the Khan on his way. No, stay with me a moment. But you see, Zelana, the palace must be guarded. The rebels might attack us here. No. The rebels will not attack us. We are soon to be wed. Does that not make you happy, Marco Polo? Zilana, I am grateful that you intervened to save my life and the lives of my companions. When but... we wed, you might return to Venice and take me with you? Time enough to talk of that when the battle is won. You know, you are very fortunate that I have selected you for my husband, Marco Polo. The captain of the guard talked Thai has looked many times in my direction. He is a tall, handsome warrior. He told one of the ladies in waiting that his heart is given to me. What did you say his name was? His name is Toktai. Toktai. Yes. And do you like him? Oh, I have not spoken with him, but I have seen him looking at me. I know he is very handsome, but I like you, Marco Polo. Tell me, uh... Is this Toktai married? Oh, no. No, he is not. He is a wealthy young aristocrat and one of the most trusted of the Khan's men. Oh, he would not rebel against his master. You seem to have found out a lot about him. Oh, are you jealous, Marco Polo? Oh, no, 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 Zilana. <laughs> I am not jealous. Oh, I live for the day when you take me to your beloved Venice. When we go in one of those strange boats over the sparkling waters which you have told me about, when you clasp my hand and lead me across the threshold of your home, will I have to take your name? Will I be called the Lady Marco Polo? Uh, well, you see, uh, we can talk about that later, Zilara. <laughs> that will be... Oh. Khan is leaving the palace. Those trumpets are sounded when he goes to the head of his army. He will slay his enemies. And I hope that he brings Manchu's head back on a spear. 
Well, that's rather bloodthirsty, Zilada. No. I am loyal to my Khan. Enemies of the great Khan should all be beheaded. But you are not his enemy, Marco Polo. <laughs> well, I was nearly beheaded all the same. Oh, clasp me tightly in your arms. We shall never be parted again. Tell me this. Has Toktai gone to do battle on behalf of the Khan? Yes. But why do you question me about Toktai? I have never spoken with the man. But I would like to speak with him. He sounds a very brave man to me. Well, now, Zulana, I must go. I wish to walk along the battlements to see that all the soldiers are in their places. We must prepare at once for an attack. Marco Polo strode the battlements. He saw that all the soldiers were in their places and that a close guard was kept. The young Venetian felt proud that the great Khan had singled him out for such honor. But after a while, he returned to his own quarters, where he found his servant, Benno, awaiting him. Benno, it seems that our fortunes have changed. They have changed for the better, Master Marco. Where are my father and my uncle? Oh, they said they would come here later. Your uncle has gone to the armory to procure a suit of armor, and your father is drinking that liquid which the people call tea. He seems to have become fond of it. Oh, oh well, I do not suppose it will do him any harm. Uh, Master Marco... When does your marriage take place? My my marriage? Yes. Oh, oh yes, marriage. yes. Well, I know not. I know not. Oh, the Princess Zilana is anxious for the marriage to take place as soon as possible. Yes, I know, but I have learned a lesson, Benno. A lesson? But what lesson is this, Master Marco? I have learned that it is just as easy to fall out of love as it is to fall in love. But... Are you not in love with the Princess Zilana? Oh, I do not think so. Oh, Master Marco. But do you not realize she, she expects you to marry her? Uh, yes, yes, I know. Uh, by the way, do you know the captain of the Khan's bodyguard? Uh, he is a man called Toktai. No, I do not know any of these strange heathen people. Well, I sincerely hope that Toktai returns safely with the Khan. He may be of a very great assistance to me. Oh, Master Marco, look. Your father, he comes now. Well, Marco, you are the commander of the Khan's palace. Have you discharged your duties? I have walked along the battlements and spoken with the soldiers. They are all on guard. Tell me, Marco, do you look forward to your approaching marriage? There may not be a marriage. My son, the Princess Solana is very beautiful. And undoubtedly you made love to her. Well, <laughs> she is young and beautiful. Uh, I am young, and we flirted. But I did not think it would lead to marriage. You cannot refuse to marry her. I know that, I know that. But I do not think she is really in love with me. Why, look, Father, who comes? Well, a strange-looking soldier. His armor does not seem to fit him. Oh, this coat of mail is unbearable. 
but I cannot lift this visor from my face. Uh, it is stopped. It is Master Mafio. Will someone aid me? I'm suffocating. Benno, do what you can to assist Master Mafio. Careful, Benno. Careful. Oh, I am trying. Benno, my Let me nose. do it. Let me do it. You're pulling it, Benno. I am trying to move this visor. Let me do it. Let me do Why it. Why do you have to dress like this, Mafio? Well, we may be going into battle soon. I wanted to be prepared. Oh, Marco, don't pull my head from my shoulders. Ah. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm dying. Marco, no. what have you done? I took that helmet uh, from his head. Uh, are you more uh, comfortable now, Uncle Mafio? Uh, you've wrenched my neck badly. You've made a fool of yourself, Marco. It is your own fault that you have to marry the Princess Zilana. I may not marry her yet. Well, now I must go out upon the battlements again, just to see that all is well. Wait, I will come with you. Although I wish I had some refreshment, putting on that armor has tired me. Take a drink of that liquid which the Chinese call tea, Mafio. That might make you feel a little better. Oh, I want no tea. If there is a battle, let us have it now. Zilana calls. Polo, come quickly. What ails you, Zilana? The enemy are in the palace. Van Chu is here. Van Chu! Van Chu! 